So let's wrap up this February month. I did vision month last month in the 365 days of journaling. And this month was all about removing roadblocks. And with roadblocks, I mean limiting beliefs. And I didn't want to call it limiting beliefs because everyone talks about limiting beliefs. And it's just getting kind of old, but it is necessary work. So I dedicated a whole month to it. Um, if you have not joined 365 days of journaling, go ahead and do that. I have a link in the um, description for this episode. And it is basically what it is. It's a single question every single day. And I send out a weekly email with all of the questions uh, for that week. And you go ahead and you journal about it. And each month has a different topic. So January was vision month and February was removing roadblocks, uh, AKA limiting beliefs. And then March is all about effective habits and coping mechanisms. I think that's very important to address. So if you want to join, go ahead. Um, it's a word doc. It's nothing special. It is just a word doc full of questions and you can join anytime, any day, because I leave all of the questions in there. So if you join in on like December 20th, You can see all of the questions that we've handled from January up to then. Um, but it will be fun to have you in our team and to have you join us because I think it, it, journaling has helped me so much. It has helped me dive deeper into myself. I don't know if any of you, um, if you journal like on a regular basis, but I do, I journal regularly, ugh, regularly. I journal every single day. And sometimes when I write, I don't always need a prompt, but sometimes I just, I just write And I let my hand do the writing. I don't think about what I write. I just write. And there is stuff that comes up. Sometimes I have to like take the pen off the paper, read what I just wrote and be like, damn, is that going on internally? I had no idea. Like <laughs> that happens to me so often. So that's why I wanted to start this challenge because journaling helped me so much and has uncovered so much inside of myself. Like what is holding me back, like subconscious patterns and thoughts and And not just subconscious, sub, subconscious patterns, but also like if I read back certain journals, I see patterns in my day-to-day -day life. I see things coming up. I see the same shit, different day kind of thing, especially with my love life. Like <laughs> I write about the people that I like, that I'm seeing. And then I'm like, I read, I read, you know, journals and I'm like, Jill, you know, you keep dating the same type of man. That's why it's not working out. Like you keep dating the same emotionally unavailable man. So <clears throat> why are you doing that? And uh, what are the things inside of yourself that you need to fix first in order to, you know, attract a wonderful, wonderful, emotionally available man. So, um, you know, stuff like that, stuff like that. So journaling is, is, so useful it's so it's so useful and writing is not for everyone i know that i've been told that um, and i get it i do because it does take a lot of energy and writing can suck but um yeah the, the benefits for me are are definitely much higher than the um than the thing that i have to sit down and write so that is why i'm doing this challenge this year i'm challenging you to start writing a lot Um, February was all about removing roadblocks and so talking about limiting beliefs and um, how they can withhold you from actually reaching your goals, right? And I talked about this on my Instagram stories a while back, but let's just kind of break it down, right? What is a limiting belief and why are they important and why are they important to, to 
change in in yourself. I don't want to use it. I don't want to use the word change. I think it's, I don't know. You have to transform it, right? You have to be aware of your limiting belief, know what it is, know what they are, rec- being able to recognize them when they're showing up in your life. And then in the moment, being able to transform that energy and say, okay, this is a limiting belief. This is why I'm acting this way. I want to be better. I want to do better. I want to reach my goals. And so I'm going to actively do something different and think something different. So that's why I wanted to do that in February. A limiting belief, basically, if, never, if you've never heard about it, it's a, a pattern or a thought pattern in your head that you are not aware of. So it just happens like automatically and it determines the way that you show up in this world. So let's say, for example... Let's just use my example that I always use. When I was younger, both of my parents are not entrepreneurs. So when I was younger, parents always told me like, okay, being an entrepreneur, that's like scary because your income is not uh, steady and you won't know what you have to spend. And it's very hard for entrepreneurs to get mortgages, right? That was their thought pattern. And so I was like, okay, that makes sense. So I took that on as my own, like, okay, being an entrepreneur equals scary because of all of the things that could happen to you right you can you you, maybe you don't don't have enough money to buy a house and to support your family blah 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 right that's my limit that was my limiting belief so being an entrepreneur is scary and so what happened when I was 25 I knew in my heart in my gut was telling me you need to start your own business because that's what you want to do that's your that is your passion that's something that you want to do that's your life path but I didn't do that because In the back of my mind, I was saying to myself, being an entrepreneur is scary. You can't make money as a business owner, right? And so that thought withheld me from actually opening the business. And so what I did instead is I was, I applied to jobs. I was like, okay, I need to, you know, a corporate life, a corporate job is the way to go because that's steady and that's safe. And it gives me a monthly income that I can be proud of. So do you see how like this, this simple thought something that that was implemented a long time ago into your brain just limits the way that you show up in this world. If you have a fear of being judged, for example, and this comes up for me when I'm on TikTok a lot, like I want to I want to create really funny videos and stuff like that, but every time I hit post, I'm like, "Oh my god, people are, people are going to hate it." Right? So when you have, but I do it anyway because I want to break the pattern. But the, the, for example, the fear of being judged can stop you from actually living to your fullest potential what if you know you do have that business and tiktok is quite important nowadays because you want to reach new audiences you want to reach people you have to tell people that you exist and you have to tell people your business exists otherwise you don't make money (laughs) haha so you know if you have that fear of being judged and you don't put out the videos you don't show up online you won't get the new clients and that in itself is a limiting belief by the way right now that we're here but um so yeah, the, 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 the things that you say to yourself, the things that you think in your head, the things that automatically happen in your head can withhold you from living to your fullest potential. So if you have, if you have a fear of being judged, posting online can be quite scary and so you won't do it. But not doing that is costing you something bigger, right? It could be costing you your business. If you have, mm, let's say you have a fear of um, what else do we have? Oh no, let's take, let's not do a fear. Let's say you are a perfectionist. 
right? You want everything to be perfect before it goes out. You are waiting for the perfect moment to show up. You're waiting for everything to be the way it should be before you launch anything. That's going to withhold you because we all know that messy action is the way to go. So, I mean, I'm right here sitting on my couch in my Sunday attire, which is like a jogging suit, on my couch with a very bad webcam recording my podcast. I could wait for myself to have this perfect podcasting studio with all of the equipment and me being there full makeup and my hair done. But if I wait for that moment for everything to be perfect, I will never be showing up. I will never be creating the podcast. And that means that I will never be able to tell my story, to promote my business and to, you know, chat with you. (laughs) That's what we're doing here. You know, so perfectionism can really limit your potential if you let it, what's it called? If you let it take over your life, right? Um, so that's what we did in February. We, I, I have 20-something questions. Let's see. I have, oh, no, I have 20 questions about limiting beliefs. And so the first week we went into what feelings and emotions you are avoiding by staying in your current situation. So let's say you are unhappy at your job or uh, you don't really know what you're doing with your life. That's a negative thing, right? But what are you avoiding by staying in that situation? Why are you not going out looking for a different job? What's, what's stopping you there, right? So um, that was the first week. And then the second week, we looked into the negative feedback that you've gotten over the years. Because things that are in our head, right, in our, in our subconscious mind, oftentimes are things people have said to us. Like I said, with the example from my parents, they, they said these things, not maybe, maybe not to me directly, but they said these things at the dinner table, right? They were like, oh yeah, did you hear about person A, you know, who has a company and they, they, um, they failed, you know, and so now they have to move because they can't pay the mortgage, you know? So I picked up those sentences. I picked up those uh, nuances and Maybe it's things that people have said to you directly even. Like, okay, um, maybe you risked yourself at school and you actually gave a presentation. And oh, this happened to me too. I gave a presentation when I was 11 years old. It's just traumatizing. It's, tra- it's traumatizing for me. And I, I hate public speaking to this day because I keep thinking back to that moment where I had to stand in front of the class and I had to give my presentation and I was so nervous. I started speaking so quickly and I turned red and I talked so fast and I know that someone in the class said to me like, I can't understand a thing you're saying. And I know the teacher afterwards, they were like, they would grade us like publicly, right? So they'd be like, oh, that's a great presentation. Thank you so much. You did a lot of research. Next time, you should speak slowly and make sure to breathe a little bit more during your presentation so that other people can understand. And he, this teacher told me that like publicly in front of the class. And so I... I, to this day, you know, still live with a fear of public speaking, even like podcasting, because I, I keep thinking back to that moment, like, oh my God, what if I speak too quickly? And, you know, obviously I have let it go now because I'm here recording and yes, I, I talk fast, but you know what? Again, if I let that perfectionism take over, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I would, I would be paralyzed. I wouldn't be doing anything, you know? So uh, I've lived through that, but it is it is a thought that keeps popping up, right? So limiting beliefs can be things that other people have said to you. So what negative feedback have you received over the years? And which of these things 
have you believed to be true? You know, because people say a lot of shit to you every single day, but you don't have to agree with it or make it your own. But the comment about me speaking fast is something that I've internalized and that I've believed to be true. You know, so I think the, the second question is even more important. What negative feedback have you received and which of these things have you believed to be true? And then the next, the week after that, we went into things that you say to yourself a lot. So, okay, other people have feedback, you know, they give you a negative feedback, but then you also have certain things that you say to yourself often that you have also believed to be true. So these sentences often start with like, I don't, or I can't, right? So I don't have time to, yada, 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 or I don't have the energy to, or I could never do X, Y, and Z. I could never do that. I could never, you know, be a TikTok creator because, oh my God, I would have to show up and, you know, do dances and everything. That is a limiting belief, right? So you have to uncover the things that other people have said to you, but also the things that you say to yourself. And why do you say these things to yourself, right? Where does that come from? Where does that idea come from that if you want to be a TikTok creator, for example, that you have to do these weird dances? Like who, why, why is that your truth? Right? Go ahead and dig deep, deeper into that. Um, the week after that, let's see, I'm scrolling through all of these questions right now. Um, we also went into what these limiting beliefs, so once you've defined the limiting beliefs that, you've, um, that you have, we need to dive a little bit deeper into that to, to remove them because we need to understand what these beliefs are costing you. I'm not saying that every limiting belief needs to go, right? Like I said, that fear of public speaking is still in, in me today. Um, what is it costing me though? It's not costing me too much because I don't have a lot of public speaking gigs. It's not something that I would want to do necessarily. So, you know, I'm not dealing with that limiting belief at the moment. I have, I have other shit I need to work through, okay? But the things that are actually limiting you in, in a way that it's costing you stuff those are the ones we need to, to remove. So first you are aware of what they are. Then you need to, to look at what they're costing you. And I'm not just talking about money. Some of these limiting beliefs are costing you more than money. They may be costing you time, self-confidence, energy, friendships, relationships, opportunities. What are these limiting beliefs costing you? Think about it. Think about it. What are they costing you? Be really, really specific. Uh, and, and the question that pairs with that is how are these limiting beliefs keeping me safe and why, right? So for example, if I have that limiting belief of public speaking is scary, um, it's keeping me safe because I'm not going out on public speaking gigs. And so that's costing me uh, probably money because I could be making a lot of money if I were to speak publicly. It's also costing me self-confidence because I'm telling myself I'm not good at something. Um, so yeah, that's keeping me safe, you know, by not, by not doing anything about it, I'm keeping myself safe. Now, in order to break that cycle, we need to write down three things that we can do on a daily basis in order to break through them. So I'm, I keep referring back to that public speaking, um, limiting belief because that's, that's stuck in my head now. So let's say that that's my limiting belief. I want to break through that. What are three things that I can do every single day that are going to help me change that belief? So I could show up online on an Instagram live, for example, and talk 
because that's a sort of like live speaking gig, right? People are watching me live. I could do that. I could watch other people be successful at public speaking. I could do certain exercises. I'm sure there are like really good exercises on how to like speak better, how to become a better storyteller, stuff like that. What are three things that you can do every single day that are going to break that belief? And the last week of February, we went into minor shadow work, I want to say. <laughs> but it's all it also has to do with limiting beliefs. Like, what skills do you admire in others that you don't believe you possess? So what are things that other people, that you are, no, let me rephrase this. Jealousy is often a really good indicator of your limiting belief. If you are jealous of someone, of someone's success or someone's behavior or someone's looks, something you're jealous of is an indicator of what is missing inside of you, what you feel that you are missing, that you are lacking. So if I am jealous of someone who has a six-figure business and is like, you know, nomad living, working from home in like the most expensive hotel on Bali, you know, if I'm jealous of that, it's showing me something. What am I jealous of? I'm jealous of their freedom. I'm jealous of their ability to travel. I'm jealous of their easy uh, money-making skills. You know what I mean? Like there, something is inside of me is lacking if I'm jealous of that. So we need to dig a little deeper sometimes and um, see what we admire in others that we think we don't possess. Why do we think we don't possess that? Like, why do you even admire that skill in others? Why Why even is that an issue for you? And what do you think it brings these people? Like, okay, they have that skill, supposedly. What is it bringing them, right? Uh, that's something that we did in the last week. And then, oh yeah, that's, that's my final challenge for this month is um, to rewrite that story in your head. So if you've always had a story in your head of saying like, I'm not good enough to, I'm not good enough to, to, to speak on a stage. Like I can't, I don't have a good story to tell. I don't know how to uh, be able to tell my story properly. Um, I'm afraid that I'll stumble across words. If that's the story that you have in your head, you need to rewrite, rewrite that story for yourself. Just write, take a pen, write it down. I am good enough to do X, Y, and Z. I release all the feedback that people gave to me. I release this feedback because I choose success on a daily basis by, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. Rewrite that story for yourself. Rewrite it in a way, I don't know, post it on your mirror, write it on post-its, post it on your refrigerator, confront yourself with that new story and see how you can rewrite it in your brain so that it becomes the new automatic pilot because that's what you want, right? You have an automatic pilot right now that's negative, that's holding you back and you want to rewrite that story, transform that into something positive. Like, yes, I can do that. Hell yeah, I'm going to start a podcast because I enjoy speaking. Hell yeah, I'm going to go on Instagram Live because I'm not scared of what other people are going to think of me. Hell yeah, I'm going to post it. Hell yeah, I'm going to start the business because I am good enough. Hell yeah, I'm going to launch a program even if it's not perfect, even if there's a spelling mistake in it. I don't care. I'm going to launch it because I want to go. I want to succeed. I want to do something about it. Okay, so that was what February was all about. Removing those roadblocks that are in your brain, that are in your mind, um, being, a, if, if anything, bringing awareness to these things is a great starting point.
if you can't actively do anything about it just yet because you're scared or you're st you still have that fear, just being aware, bringing light to them is is already like the greatest step. Being aware of what what is holding you back, being aware of the fears, of the thoughts that limit your potential is is already priceless. So if anything, if the if you need to have one takeaway from this month is that I want you to be aware of the patterns that keep you stuck and I and I want you to be aware of who put it there and if you can, if you have the courage, do something about it. So, yeah, that was wrapping up February. Next month, like I said, we're going into habits and um, coping mechanisms that are effective, effective habits. I Let me just give you like a little hint because I've read, you know, uh, Seven Habits of Effective People and like what's the other book? Oh, yeah, I've read The Slight Edge. I really love The Slight Edge. Um, what's the other book? Uh, Atomic Habits, like all of that. I've read the books, okay? And I know what the theory behind it is and I, and I know what I have to do, but let's just be honest, okay? Every, everyone in this world, sure, you have some habits, but like if you can stick to them for more than three months, like I'm already really fucking proud of you. So yeah, next month we are going into habits and effective coping mechanisms. Um, I hope to see you inside 365 days. You know, click the link in this description, sign up. There's no spam, there's no sales. I don't want any of that. I just want you to have that work doc with all of these questions. And um, I can't wait to dive deeper into this with you. See you soon.